Walther Thien offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Walther Thien are dedicated to maximising your investment returns. Welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst at Wealth Within. And today for my podcast, I thought I'd invite a really special guest. And uh, today you'll hear from myself and from Paul Ash. And Paul is the current Victorian President of the Australian Technical Analyst Association. And he's been President for quite some time. So we'll talk to him him a little bit about that but he's also a futures broker and he's been doing broking for quite a while as well so we'll talk to him about about how to find a good broker and a bit about the share market and his experience so i thought i'd uh, get him in for his experience or his wealth of knowledge so welcome today paul thank you very much dale it's great to be here great to uh, be able to talk to all your uh, podcast listeners Oh, I think, I'm sure you're going to have some great information, but first, can you explain a little bit about the Australian Technical Analyst Association and what it is? Because I know people ask me, go, what's this ATAA? And so can you explain a little bit about your role there? And then we'll get into a little bit about broking and what your role is there and, and hints and tips you can give people. Okay, first, the Australian Technical Analyst Association um, started off as a club, I guess. Um, people that were interested in uh, technical analysis, that is using... Uh, chart to give them an idea of what the market was doing and what stocks to get into. Um, and all these people that had a similar interest in this thing got together and uh, it uh, started out in Sydney about, um, must be close to 20 years ago, and um, it's just grown in size since then. And uh, each of the main cities throughout Australia have their own, their own branch of uh, the Australian Technical Analysts Association. And uh, I'm proud to say that Victoria has... Um, probably the largest branch, uh, not by numbers, but by meeting, the number of people meeting uh, for the meetings, which we do once a month. We get guest speakers in to um, give their spin on various aspects of technical analysis and various aspects of trading, probably more particular. And um, there is uh, a a national conference once a year and there's a... um, uh, an extensive video and a DVD library that members can borrow um, free of charge and uh, there's also a journal with articles on uh, technical anal- analysis for uh, for members ed- education. Mm. So it's freely I suppose from the sound of it it's from the benefit of um, expanding or in uh, encouraging the art of technical analysis, yes, it's it's to further technical analysis mm. and uh, its um, a, and its use throughout uh, mm. throughout the investment industry. I know I've been a member myself and uh, contributed articles to your to your uh, magazine and, and spoken at some of your sessions and I've been Very to some myself too. Was yes. Oh, thank you. And uh, you've had some other good speakers that I've actually looked see myself. Mm. So, but your role as a, a broker would have to be an interesting one. So, I know it's sort of. Yes. Uh, it's a, a brokers are sort of one of those professions that people sort of know what you do, but they don't really know what you do, That's so right, to speak. Yeah. So you've been a broker for ten years or more. Ten years, yes, yes, ten years um, since uh, no, um, 1998, April 1998. So yes, I've clocked over the ten years now. Oh, so you woke up one day in the morning and said, "Oh, I want to be a broker today." So no, I, I used to go to so many lectures on the subject and um, and. Someone at the uh, Sydney Futures Exchange said, "Oh, there's um, there's a there's a broker I know that's looking looking to employ someone. Are you interested?" I said, "Yes, I'd love to see what broking's like from uh, from the other side, having dealt with brokers for the last three or four years." 
So I followed that up and got the job and loved helping people ever since. Oh, fantastic. So for people who are listening to us today is, I mean, obviously some people with the internet nowadays, I mean, 10 years ago there was no such thing pretty much as internet broking. That sort of came about, oh, I'd say eight years ago, roughly. Um, but so people now are starting to do, you know, the E-Trades, the Comsex, that's mm. uh, internet trading from a share point of view. But there still are a lot of people out there looking for an advice broker. So can you give somebody some hints and tips about what they should look for in a broker? Well, you need a broker that's uh, got, got his thinking or understands your thinking on, on where you come from. There are a lot of traders and investors out there that want to uh, buy and sell shares based on probably fundamental, their fundamental knowledge or inside knowledge that they feel they have about a company. But um, there's also a, a number of traders and investors out there that use technical analysis. So if you do use technical analysis to some degree, then you need to find a a broker that um, understands technical analysis and understands what you're doing from the charts. So you're saying that a broker is no, it's not necessarily a transaction person anymore, even though that's the bare bones of, of the job of buying and selling a share or a contract in a, a futures contract or, or whatever you're trading. It's more of there's a value in there that the broker can give you. you know. Well, especially as a beginning investor, someone that's just started investing or trading, then they need to work with somebody uh, that that can help them do what they want to do on the market mm. um, once you've been trading for a number of years and you've you've done uh, a large number of buys and sells and that some people say that number is over 30 um, you need to work with a broker that can make sure that you are doing transacting exactly what you want to do mm. Mm. I know for, I get lots of people with, when I'm speaking around the circuit or, or out in the street or, um, you know, even people ringing us up saying, oh, you know, I'll, I'll go to this broker because they're cheaper. And I've always said to them, well, cheap is as cheap gets. And exactly um, right, you, don't, yes. you should never choose your method of brokerage on mm. basis of cheap. And they even say that for like CFD providers. I go to X CFD provider because they're cheaper. But quite often in reality, they're not cheaper. Because yes. sometimes it's there's hidden costs that you don't know about. And other times it's losing on trades or not getting getting good positions or good fills um, on your trades and everything else. And I know that a lot of people have a false reality about broking. They go, oh, I'll just use Compset because it's only $19. But no. um, are you getting the best service for, for you? Yes. People bring their supermarket techniques into, into <laughs> buying, selling, buying and selling shares. And then they think, right, I need, or like they need a new car. Where do I go to get the cheapest car? Bearing in mind that the car they want to get is going to be the same no matter where they get it. So, um, but that changing needs to think because rather than um, coming at share investing thinking, right, I want to buy at the at the bottom and sell at the top or I want to buy cheap, um, you should look at buying something and then selling it at a high, buy at a high price and sell it even at an even higher price. Mm, mm, mm. Which, which is contrary to the way you think when you go to a supermarket or you go looking for buying a car. Oh, absolutely. It's about making profits. And I think from, from my experience, I think people, anybody who's considering using leverage in the marketplace, whether it be um, margin lending or whether they've been using CFDs or options or warrants or even futures who you've been dealing with for most of your 10 years, mm. to me it's even more essential that you do use a broker, at least in that early stages, as you said. Very much so, because everything's 
everything's exaggerated when you use leverage, and um, and that means everything as far as buying and selling has to be uh, crisp and tight. Now, I've often said uh, with the internet made a lot of uh, traders into gamblers because with the internet you can sit behind a, a computer and be faceless, type in some figures on your keyboard, hit a button that says go without having to put your brain into gear. Mm. Um, and I say that quite regularly to different people whereas in the olden days when I first started trading and obviously when you did, you had to physically pick up the phone and ring a person and that person you and just from your own ego you wanted to sound like you knew what you were talking exactly, about. Exactly. Yes. So you had to formulate your ideas and write them mm. down and then ring the broker and place your order which made an accountability there but with the internet I find that people just make really dumb mistakes and, and to me sometimes that makes it in my, in my uh, book much more beneficial to use a trader especially in those early days like I did and obviously like you did but now people just go to the Comsec or eTrade and just try and trade and they wonder why they're losing money but they are there are some really really good brokers out there that people should use but I suppose before we wrap up and uh, I may get you back again um, to talk on, on some more specific I'd subjects like so oh, well there you go he's smiling but uh, before we go, I'd just like to ask you for some tips for some people. So if somebody's beginning and starting out in the share market, what's your number one tip? The number one tip is to get a system and um, test that system. Uh, the more you can test it, the more confidence you'll have in the system. And if you've got confidence in the system, then you can take the emotion out of the trading. Mm. Very hard to do to take the emotion out, but that's what you should endeavour to do as you progress through the trading game. I think even as experienced traders, we still get emotional, don't we? You can't help it. You, you are going to get emotional. You've just got to learn to live with your emotions and um, make sure that uh, your system uh, will mm. tell you to do something contrary to what your emotions tell, are telling you you should do. There you go. There's a the hot tip from Paul Ash, president of the ATAA in, in Victoria. So hopefully you've enjoyed listening to us on Talking Wealth this week. As I said, I'll probably get Paul back and we might do another couple of podcast with Paul. So hope you've had a good week and we look forward to hearing from you next time on Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst at Wealth Within. Bye for now. Goodbye. Thanks, Dale. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call 1300 ShareTrade.